You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology on WMR.FM. It's the 20th of January, 2022. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, as promised, we have a we have an interesting show for you. We have in the house, sitting sitting live in, in, in the interview chair right now, Danny Goodwin, uh, editor at Search Engine Land, yes. formerly editor at Search Engine Journal. Danny, welcome to Webcology. Great to be here, Jim uh, and Dave. Um, it's been a while since I've been on the show, um, and I'm happy to be back finally. It it has been a while since you've been on the show. It even like got me thinking: when's the last time I actually talked to Danny in person, like 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 live face to face? If I remember correctly, it was a uh, car park at the uh, Hilton in uh, in in New York City, Hilton Times Square. It could be that. I wasn't sure if it was that or maybe the last SES Toronto. The oh, shoot. The infamous last <laughs> Toronto SES event where uh, you, I believe you correctly predicted there would never be another SES Toronto. Yeah, I forget I forget the shenanigans we got up to, and that's probably why there's not going to be another SES. <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the the that 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 group of party girls at that um speakeasy we ended up at four in the morning a shirt there would never be another SES Toronto but that was that's another story for another time um the uh the 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 web marketing world uh the the, the conferences all of that was a was was a circus it was like the Grateful Dead shows except business-like Danny what the hell <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, about a month ago you start teasing us with I got a big announcement I got a big announcement something's coming yeah. and uh um, earlier this week, I think it was Monday, uh, yep. the publisher of Search Engine Land uh, put something up. Ha, we got him. And it became apparent that you were leaving Search Engine Journal. Yes. The next day, you published a LinkedIn uh, piece, mm-hmm. um, which characterized your departure as more of a divorce than an agreement. Um, 
<laughs> What's up, man? What happened? Uh, it's it's a bit of a long story. I'll I'll dive into parts of it. Um, first off, I would just like to say that like I absolutely loved my time at Search Engine Journal. Uh, we had a lot of great years, a lot of success, um, a lot of great memories. Um, built a really great team there. Uh, I'm very proud of all the work we did there. Um, but you know, and just thinking about how how things sort of were progressing there for myself, um, I was. I don't want to say like getting more pushed toward a certain direction, which was more toward the executive level, which is not really my, my thing. So um, there was sort of this feeling that I should be more at that level versus doing the editing and writing sort of stuff, which is, which is the stuff I love. So it sort of got to this weird point where there was almost like a point of no return. Um, and I just like, I just really didn't enjoy the leadership management level stuff. So I wanted to kind of get away from that. Um, so yeah, uh, sort of made the decision at that point, you know, while I love the team, I just could not see a path forward, um, at the company. So yeah, it was just, it was, yeah, it was a really weird position to find myself in after all the, all the great work and things we had done together that we couldn't figure it out. And then, you know, I go and talk to the people at third door and like within a week, (laughs) you know, they're like, Oh, I know what to do with you. So, um, it was just, it was just like that kind of weird realization that like, you know, if you know, you know, and I hate to make the comparison of like a Tom Brady leaving, um, a a team to go to another team, but you know, it's like, it's like that, you know, it's like you got somebody in sports and you know, you have like the great Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You think they should be working together forever because all the success, but you know, stuff happens on the, on the back end and, just sort of go, well, maybe there's something better out there. So, well, let's go from past to future. Um, yeah. it's, uh, uh, linear is, 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 is often the easiest way to get from, from A to Z. So, sure. um, you've had a, to this point, um, mm-hmm. there's, there's great, there's quite a bit more to come, but you've had a, a storied career, um, up until now. How all many, right. how many publications have you edited for? Uh, in search, I've now hit all the big three, basically. So I, I started at Search Engine Watch after Danny Sullivan had left. Um, that's sort of where I grew up um, and got mentored by Mike Green and Jonathan Allen, a few other people um, along the way there. But um, yeah, that was my entry into search and just learning everything. And I just loved it. So I just ate it up and started doing all the things and yeah, here we are today. So yeah, so I started Search Engine Watch um Took a little break from search publications for a sidestep to LinkedIx, which I think I announced uh, on this program when I was leaving Search Engine Watch. Um, so yeah, that was that was an interesting couple of year thing that I definitely picked up some some learnings from. Um, I wouldn't call it a, a fun time, but <laughs> it was a time uh, that I definitely learned a few more things. And it was editing; it was basically doing the same role for a brand publication. Um, that no longer exists, unfortunately. Um, and then, yeah, moved on to Search Engine Journal. I actually um, sort of started there. I was doing a whole bunch of freelancing after I left LinkedIx and um, picked up news writing for Search Engine Journal. Really liked the company, the people. Um, did that for about a year. And then Kelsey Jones was leaving as executive editor at the time. So... I just sort of threw my hat in the ring, you know, said, Hey, I used to do this stuff at search engine watch. I think I did a pretty good job at it. Would love to try it out here. Um, and basically 
the CEO asked me to come up with sort of a, a content editorial plan, which I did, and she liked it. So, um, yeah, that's sort of how that all just just started. Well, and in that, when was that? That would have been, what, 2013 20, 2016 is when I went to SEJ for the about a year later. Uh, I got officially got the job as executive editor. In that time, SEJ's um, ballooned. It went from mm-hmm. uh, being yep. a important publication to one of the critical publications um, mm-hmm. and, and, and truly became one of the big three. Um, and its focus bloomed as well. Um, yes. It went from just publishing a uh, daily news sheet to actually holding it in, in your time. It's, it's now organizing its own conferences. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That was a meteoric rise. And I'm, I'm surprised it was only five years, five or six years. Mm. What, what propelled all that? I'd say it's a mix of things. So when I started at Search Engine Journal, I'd say, I wouldn't say that they were like a tarnished brand, but, you know, they had had some some issues in terms of content quality over the years. Um, you know, I, I think back one of my favorite ones was they came up with this fake update. Uh, I forget what it was called. It was some sort of, it was during the time of like Panda Penguin, all these others, they came out with us, which is apparently an April Fool's joke, but uh, anyhow. Um, so, um, I think I got, I got to, I got to ask I just, well, and, okay. and, and with sympathy, it, it's, yeah. it's so funny, but it's, it's going to lead to a, 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 some unsympathetic question. Well, not a, anyway, I, I think every person in, in our listening audience right now, my, myself mm-hmm. included, I'm, I'm sure Jim as well, when you're talking about, and now I'm, I'm a manager. I, I think everybody mm-hmm. who's ever been an entrepreneur of any kind is like, oh yeah, I know that trap. I, I know that like I started something to do what I really love and now I'm managing. <laughs> like I think so I, I think everybody in the audience can sort of sympathize with that like, oh, okay. And then you end up doing a thing that's like, oh, I'm not doing that thing that I, I went into love. Sure. How, as you enter a new venture, do you go, here's, here's where I don't cross again, right? Like here's how I don't mm-hmm. do that again. It, it, do, do you have a plan heading forward that and, and maybe our listening audience can go need to take some notes now because I'm about to do that. Mm, um, yeah, that's a it, it's a really tough one because it's almost like the the, the whole thing with the, the frog and the boiling water. Um, you know, you turn up the temperature by one degree uh, every so often, and before you know, it, you're 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 cooked. So, um, it's tough. Um, I would say, like, I, I guess, like now looking back, I can sort of say, like. There was just that moment where you just sort of go, once you start complaining about your job a little bit, like, even if it's just like, you know, within a coworker, like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Like, I never had those moments. And then once those started, it just kept coming and coming and coming. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So, yeah, I would just, you know, make sure that you're doing the things that you enjoy and that your enjoyment level is at a certain point. Um, because ultimately, you know, we're, we're here for a really short time on this planet. Uh, so we shouldn't be not enjoying what we're doing. That's probably great advice for anybody in any circle of life. If you can pull it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, um, just do what you do, do what you love. Um, yeah. Now what, I mean, it's, it's a natural sort of leap, right? Like to, to me, I was like, you know, when I, I found out and, and heard it, you know, where, where you were going, I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. just, this just, it makes sense that you you would go from from one to the other. Were there any other sort of 
publications or or maybe in a completely different sector like were there was there anywhere else that you were like oh that'd be that'd be neat to to go over there um and, and do something or were you just like i love these people in search right like i i just i need uh, to hang out with them <laughs> those <more."> characters <laughs> you know i i really do love search like i you know when i announced that i was leaving i had a couple of really interesting opportunities pop up but I, I sort of, uh, and I even said this when I was interviewing with the people of Third Door, um, I, I referenced um, Moneyball. There's a scene at the end where Billy Bean goes to visit the Red Sox and he's meeting with John Henry. And, you know, he's like saying, oh, you just had all this great success at the Oakland Athletics, did this great stuff on a really small budget. Why are you meeting with me? Um, and it's like, because it's the Red Sox. Um, and I sort of just had that moment where I was like, that's what I sort of felt like going to the third door in search engine land. It's, you know, it, I, I on the, uh, in its heyday search engine land was the publication that everybody wanted to be. Uh, they were huge. They were sort of what search engine journal, um, you know, I wanted that to emulate, you know, just that level of authority and influence within the industry. Um, and that's what I, that's what I hope to bring to search engine land, you know, um, just bring back all that authority and expertise and bring in a bunch of new contributors. We're going to be restarting our contributor program. Uh, we want to get the community back involved uh, as much as we can with the site. Um, going to continue to do SMX events. There's, there's a lot of great stuff coming. So um, I'm very excited about it. Well, that, 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 that does make the question. Um, how do you take a, um, a ship and turn its course and this is something i guess a new editor has to do when they when they come on board um mm -hmm. any publication um when you go into this do, do you got a game plan like do you do you have a vision of what you want to do at search engine land and how you want to do it i do um i recognize though you know obviously i'm not the only voice in the room i i just want to make sure that i clearly like i have plans i have like some some big plans that will probably take some time to show but um yes i do have I, I sort of have like this like where do i, I when i approach this i go where do i want to be in a year from now maybe two years from now five years from now um and how then how do i get there um well and that's that's a little hard to plan out right about it now. is um yes the business model that a number of our publications at webmaster radio was built on um mm -hmm. is um broken <laughs> um, that's no other way to phrase it. It's mm -hmm. uh, very hard to get to get the sponsorships that used to keep the media and yep. keep the, uh, the, 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 the machine running. Mm -hmm. um, the conferences are all but gone for now. They yep. may or may not be back in the future. And when they do come back, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be normal is something we don't know what we don't know what normal is going to look like. So yep. given that, how do you um, how do you make plans? Yeah, I mean, the, yeah, COVID was kind of crazy. We didn't know how it was going to impact us at SEJ at the time. Um, luckily, you know, when when everybody has to go work online, that benefits us because <laughs> we're <an> online <laughs> publications. So you know, uh, COVID was weirdly like, um, yeah, it was like it was kind of a boost to us, you know, because we were worried about ad, ad revenue dropping. It didn't went up. Um, worried about pages, pages went up. Like everything went up uh, in COVID. Um, so you know. 
we were kind of lucky in that, you know, I, I even was telling everybody at the time, you know, I've been preparing for a pandemic since 2007 when I got into this industry because I've been self-isolating for years. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those cases where, you know, everybody had to make that sudden pivot to online, especially, you know, so many re- retailers and local businesses, they had to figure out, you know, what do I do now? You know, I can't sell my stuff to people in person. Um, and they had to make that shift to online. So it was good in that sense. Um, I know that virtual events are going to continue to be a thing for Search Engine Land this year. So there's going to be five. They're going to all be virtual and all free. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that yet, but here is some breaking news. Um, they're going to be all free. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all free SMXs this year. So um, that's exciting uh, to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, luckily... Things are set up, the, the way things are set up at Third Door, they have a pretty good um, content arm that has a lot of, you know, sponsored content. Like, you know, they do research reports and all these other types of good content that are sponsored and sort of pays all the bills. So um, they're in good shape there. So that sort of frees us up on the editorial side. Uh, there's a very good split at Third Door uh, between editorial and sales. So they kind of let us do our thing on the editorial side. Um so yeah, as long as, it, you know, it's it's all about serving the audience in the end. You know, we want to make sure that we're hitting all the people in SEO, digital marketing, um, the people that rely on us for information because the world is ever changing. We want to help them sort of navigate that and advance their careers and make more money and all, all that good stuff. So um, that's, the, that's the role I see us sort of fitting in is just to be that resource for people who who need that help and guidance and in crazy times like we're in right now. Do you, it's funny when you, when you said that, cause it sounded a little like a, like listening to a, a Google ads rap. I was like, Oh, Danny, oh no. In the industry, like, no, we have a good separation of our, of our sales. And our, and our... <laughs> um, well, like we're reflecting back now, now just and, and in a, in a, in a great and, and, and fun way. Your career, and as we discussed earlier, can sort of be like this would be entering stage four in the, the publication in, in the SEO realm, sort of yep. sort of space of things. And, mm-hmm. and as we've been talking, in just this one, or maybe as as a whole, but sort of clarify, what's been one of the funnest stories? Like mm. you, you you've covered a lot. What, what's what's mm. sort of your one where you were like, I am just so excited to put this out. I just want to like oh, click yeah. publish right now. Mm. Um, or wow. or is there one? Yeah, I mean, so honestly, it's not, it doesn't have my byline on it, but it was sort of, I had this idea um, way back and we were able to finally pull it off at SCJ this last year. Um, so the Ranking Factors ebook, um, which I'm not, I think you're familiar with it. Um, I'm sure there's some controversy and I've, I've seen plenty of debate about individual chapters from it. And I know that's out there, but um, that ebook um, was sort of my dream uh, for multiple years just to get it out there. So I had sort of envisioned it as a sort of self-contained politifact style of thing where it's like, okay, everybody says this is a ranking factor. Let's actually look at evidence out there, you know, whether it's anecdotal or statements from Google, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, yeah. So we have been talking about it for a couple of years. We finally were able to pull it off last year. It was exciting, like pulling that together, just doing all the research on it. We had just the writers were great, just reviewing it as everything was coming in. That was just so exciting. The whole project, Um, like and it 
the the best part to me too is that it got received so well. Um, it was our best performing ebook ever at SEJ. Um, so yeah, it was just that. You know, it's not a story, but that project for me is super special. Um, and it's just, it was like one of those things, you know, it's, it was so difficult to pull together too, that it was like, it really bonded everybody who was writing for it. You know, we had Anna Crow writing on it, uh, Christy Hines, Miranda Miller was writing on it and um, a couple other people. I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank. It's early morning. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it just, it was, it was like a really bonding experience. And we had a, our project manager sort of keeping us all on track, uh, Christina uh, Robichaud. Um, you know, cause we're, we had our moments during that. We we're like, Oh God, are we going to finish this thing? Cause we're looking at, it, we're going, we have, all right, we got 20 chapters done. Okay. We have 60 more to do. So she was <laughs> sort of like our cheerleader, uh, sort of keeping us on track. And I was like, Oh, it, it was, yeah, it was kind of like one of those magical things that I was just so happy to see actually come to life. And like, I even from the start, like I envisioned it as this thing where it's like when you land on the actual page, cause we always republished our chapters in two pages. Uh, later on after a couple months and like I had always envisioned this sort of uh, uh, I don't know what you call it like one of those bouncing meters where it's like you know you have all the different things that it could land on so like when you get to the bottom of the page it sort of goes is this a ranking factor confirmed unconfirmed maybe definitely not etc etc so like I, I it was just like one of those projects I had all of the parts in my head and it was good to see it actually out in the world so yeah you know it, it was it was funny I, I remember um I think you'd asked me to to proof some of them, like you you had a yes. few people proofing it, which yes. was, was a great idea. Yep. Um, and it was actually funny because it was a bunch of that was on a drive up to Whistler. I was just like working through <laughs> proofing it, which is funny because that's that's where I am right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember when when you asked and, and when I, I first got them and thinking to myself, what kind of train wreck is this going to be? Um, and, and it's not like I, I, I know that right. like, well, the authors were talented, but I think yep. any any SEO in the audience would go, oh, somebody's trying to go. These are the known factors, right? Like mm-hmm. this is just going to be a horrible, horrible thing that I'm going to disagree with half of the things that I'm about to read. But it right. was really, really well done. If people mm-hmm. haven't um, read it, it is good. You may disagree with certain parts. Yes. You've noted that earlier that like yep. you might think something is. and yep. But it you did a or the authors did a really, really good job of going, here's why I think that. Yeah. And here's why I'm saying that. Here's yep. what Google said. Here's where I think they're full of BS. Yes. Right? Like here's, yeah. here's exactly, exactly what's going on. So yep. it, it was a, a really, really good read. Yes. And Matt Southern was the other one. I wanted to give a shout out to him because he did a lot of the chapters as well. Yeah. Always does actually like yep. 90% of the stories I've ever shared from, yep. from yeah. SJ, it's either, it's either Roger or, or Matt. Roger or Matt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roger. They're, they're a great news team, man. I'll tell you what. I'm yeah. Miss- yeah, but you know what? You know we're not too shabby with Barry over at uh, <laughs> Search Engine Land, so you know that's <laughs> not how a bad do you, thing. How do you edit Barry Schwartz besides besides punctuation and spelling? How do you how do you edit that guy? That's that's basically it, man. You know, <laughs> Barry's gonna bury. So um. Barry's gonna bury. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can. It's like you can only hope to contain him. That's about it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he's great. Like I've. You know, I've never worked with them, so like the the first, I've only worked with them for two days, and I love it already. So, uh, 
he's like a wealth of information and he's just so tuned into everything it's like you know i was like should i get a tool or just listen to barry for monitoring news and i was like you know <laughs> uh, hey we've been doing it for 17 years yeah, so I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i don't think we've ever managed to get and, and we've mentioned barry's name i don't know probably five times ten times in, in this episode in alone this one i ep- don't think we've actually made it through an episode without going and as barry said yep. um yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah he, he does a great job um, one of the things that I think it'll be really interesting for, for you as well, and, and great that you will have an easy job of, uh, of proving his work, um, yeah. but his, his memory is is always outstanding. Like when I, wherever yeah. I'm on Twitter and I'll like ping, I'm going like, I'm just seeing a new thing. Like, mm-hmm. is this a thing? And it'll be like, oh yeah, they were testing this and like share some like article he'd done in like three years ago. I'm like, if I was reporting on eight things a day. I don't know that I'd just be able to like pull out of my Rolodex, just mm-hmm. dating myself with the word Rolodex there. I don't know that I'd be able to just go, oh, it's it's this one and I know I've seen it. Like his his memory is... is Barry, Barry remembers that somebody's grandfather had an idea back in 1973 <laughs> and he can cite it. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah, he's um, sort of the Bill Slosky of, of just general, general knowledge. Mm-hmm. So... You're building a content team again. You're um, you actually you're you're you're, you're, you're starting from uh, it sounds like you're starting not from scratch necessarily, but from uh, base zero. Yes. Is there any uh, topics that that are new and interesting, and uh, that 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 you think SEL should be focusing on? Um, I mean, I don't, you know, the sad part is like in our industry, nothing is really that new. Like, you know, the the the, the really important stuff. Like, you can put you know, shiny object syndrome onto a lot of stuff, but like the stuff that really matters is like the fundamentals and it will continue to be. Um, I, you know, we'll definitely start diving into as much technical uh, side stuff as we can. Um, you know, there was a lot of interest in anything, you know, AI machine learning. That's obviously a, a huge area that people are interested in learning more about uh, and anything automation. Um, love to get more into that side of things. Uh, there's always, interest around tools it, it's always tricky trying to cover tools because a lot of them want you know it's like hey can you cover my latest platform we were having this debate the other day it's like you know someone has a platform update they want it covered but um you know technology is super important in in all our lives um and you know it's just sort of figuring out where that line is of where we can be helpful versus promotional for a company um but yeah i i would say we could probably do a little better job on you know, promoting interesting features that could be very helpful to, you know, help marketers and SEOs do their jobs better. What are you, um, what are you looking for in writers? I'm looking for writers who um, have something kind of unique to say, I guess, at at this point, Um, you know, obviously there's going to be the need for the more fundamental basics from time to time. But, you know, I think we really want to focus on the more experienced marketer, um, SEO manager, you know, whatever you want to call them, um, you know, and just helping them navigate all the changes as they come, as they come up. Um, so, uh, you know, people who, who have some, you know, some, some length in the industry, um, you know, it's, it's not like, um, 
I don't know how to say it without being mean to people, but you know, like there's, there are a lot of younger people who come in and think they've discovered something that's been pr- disproven years ago and they're all, all about it and hyping it up. But uh, actually that, that's, that's an interesting, an interesting uh, area to look at. There's um, always hype. There's always, uh, yeah. uh, uh, there's always the uh, silver bullet or the sure. uh, golden, golden spike of SEO. Um, how do you, and this comes up every, every once in a while. I mean, most recently, I'd say it was uh, around misunderstanding about, about, about EAT. Yes. Oh, yeah. How do you keep writers and thought leaders, um, the general industry meme on track when it's moving so quickly and there's just so much flaky information out there? Yeah, that is one of the huge challenges. Um, so, you know, we kind of looked at that you know, there were a lot of people talking about EAT scores and all these things that just don't actually exist and how EAT is part of the algorithm and all this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Then you see people like Lily Ray who sort of cut through a lot of the, the BS, you know, in there. Um, and there are a few other people. So I think a lot of that, at least on, on, on my end as an editor, has been, you know, someone will submit something, will go, okay, here, you know, there's no such thing as an eat score. So it's sort of on us in that role to, you know, take it back to a contributor um, and just be like, no, you know, we have to, we have to be the people that hold that line. Um, Cause if we don't, bad information gets out there and all these misconceptions start and people start making all these bad assumptions and bad business decisions. So we, we want to avoid that. Um, you talked about writing to a more experienced um, yeah. audience now do you mean that your your target like the the direction is going to be for people with i don't know three plus years of, of experience in it or it almost sounds a little bit like there's going to be some myth busting like we're in there for the people who have only got three months experience but we're here to go this mm-hmm. is crap <laughs> and yeah. and and this is the truth yep yeah um you know and looking back you know i think danny sullivan uh back in the day really did a good job of bringing those worlds together. Uh, I think we could do more of that, you know, providing the context for maybe people who are newer to the industry, sort of like, here's what, you know, we're going to do a little basics at the start, but then here's the meat of everything that you need to know that's changing and what we think it all means. Um, So I think we could be doing more of that. Uh, Maybe not as long as Danny would go, but um, you know, because he would do some epic posts, but there was a lot of great information in the, you know, he was probably like the gold standard as, you know, the, the man who came in and, you know, I feel like made the search journalism industry. Um, yeah. Popularized so, search in general, really. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. So. And, um, and it, just, yeah. it just, it just occurred to me and I can't believe I missed this at the beginning. This is the second time you've, um, you filled his seat. This is true. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, nope. It's, it's never, it's never been a direct line between Danny and you. Mm-hmm. But there's always been a Danny in that chair at one time. There's a Danny in that chair at one time or another. Um, do you have you thought about that? Um, that 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 your, I mean, like Danny Sullivan is a legend. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So when do you when when do you start working at Google? <laughs> I guess that's next, right? <laughs> yeah, follow, indeed, eh? Apparently, I just follow Danny everywhere he goes. So you know. <laughs> but has has that occurred to you? Like that's that that's 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 an that's that's an enormous um honor. It's, 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 that's I, I hadn't even seen that until just a second ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, in a lot of weird ways, you know, 
like Danny made it possible for me to be where I am right now. And I've never, like I've had maybe two conversations or three conversations with him in my life. Is that the weirdest Um, thing? That is weird, right? Like he basically helped build this industry uh, that so many of us now benefit from. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm the same way. I've talked to him five or six times, like intimately had a real conversation with him five or six times. I only interviewed him once my entire career. Mm -hmm. He's, he's impossible to interview. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it's huge. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I was at, at the start, it was sort of like, oh, you're the other Danny, you know, but I feel like you know, well, it's, been, it's been a while now. eh? So it's sort of like, you know, it's almost like, you know, like a chip on your shoulder for a little while. And, you know, we work direct competitors for a minute, um, you know, when I was at search engine watch. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, I have tons of respect for everything that he's helped you know, build in this industry, uh, which is a lot. Um, and he's still, you know, still doing a lot through Google, obviously. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's pretty huge. So um, that's sort of, and that was sort of the appeal too of going to search engine land. It's like, this is yet another company Danny built as a great legacy to it. Um, yeah. So super proud and to, super proud to follow him. Honestly. Absolutely. And an interesting yeah. thing, it's worth, absolutely worth noting. Um, the companies that Danny built, um, for some reason, he got the right mix of people, and they have been the influencers in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that as he that uh, Third Door is going to be having the uh, SMX events online and, and opening them up for people, anyone who wants to attend. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that translates into people coming back to conferences when they uh, yeah. start mm-hmm. happening live again, because there's nothing like an SMX advanced in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the closest that that you can get to it is the drunkest part of a PubCon bar when people are really talking about <laughs> getting getting right into the meat of what they do because uh, you don't you don't hear advanced SEOs opening up like that in a, yep. any other venues. Absolutely right, except um, they're sober. <laughs> yeah, except they're yep. sober, so you can understand what they're saying mostly, <laughs> and, and 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 no one's trying to take your wallet. So like, or no one's trying to stick you with the, with the bar bill. Um, <laughs> You got to watch out about those SEOs. They optimize everything, including their own bar bills. They're dangerous. <laughs> they are. Um, so, do you have a, um, how to say this, a role vision that you see for SEL, perhaps more than one? Like, what role does a publication like SEL serve in 2022 moving forward in the, uh, in the search and digital marketing industry? Uh, I think primarily, you know, we're, we're an educator, we're an informer, Um, you know, the way I'm, I'm, you know. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand, and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? 
Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. You know, I still have to flesh out the entire sort of vision, but you know, I really see, the, you know, if you go back to it, like everything, co- creating content, it's not rocket science. It's basically just creating content that is useful and helpful to your audience. Uh, I really, you know, it sounds so cliche, but uh, it's so true. And when you do that, the audience sort of follows you. Um, and I've seen that time and time again, um, at the, all the places I've worked, um, you know, content led strategies work. Um, especially if you know who your audience is and who you want to be reading that content. Um, yeah. So, you know, we may be targeting, you know, people who've been in the industry for three to five years as our core, but we recognize that, you know, there's a lot of people starting out in SEO, um, who, who need resources that are good resources and trusted resources. And I really want that to be search engine land, you know, whenever you're searching for informational searches, um, um, we should be the, the brand that comes up, you know, there, there are some companies that I prefer not to see. <laughs> um, I won't name them, but I'm sure you can guess who they are that rank really well for a lot of terms. And that when that happens, bad information propagates into the, into the pool, which is never a good thing. So yeah, I want, I want this to be like the trusted resource when, when people want an answer, they should be coming to us. Um, I have, I th- we're, we're really short on time. I got one yes. last question for you, then I'm going to hand it over to Dave. We might have a couple more questions. Um, sure. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. For maximum customer engagement and retention, choose CleverTap. CleverTap is a leading customer engagement and retention platform that helps digital brands maximize lifetime value. Over 8,000 apps around the world, including Vodafone, Star, and Sony, trust CleverTap to improve user engagement, boost retention, and fuel long-term revenue growth. Learn more at clevertap.com. That's clevertap.com. Miami is more than beaches, palm trees, and fun in the sun. It's home every year to the Miami Book Fair, celebrating its 39th year of hosting authors and readers from around the world, November 13th through the 20th. Join us in downtown Miami at the Wolfson campus of Miami-Dade College. Connect with over 500 authors reading from their books in English, Spanish, French, and Creole, answering questions and signing hard copies. The 2022 edition of the Miami Book Fair welcomes everyone of all ages to come together, meet, and make new friends, exchange ideas, and discover one's next 
week's favorite author. Let's explore, discover, and learn together. Featured authors will include award-winning novelists, Anthony Horowitz, Ben Mesrich, Craig Johnson, Danny Shapiro, Elena Shapiro, Jimmy Attenberg, poet Sandra Cisneros, and authors writing about the trending topics of the day. Lisa Genova, Jerry Stahl, Marie Brenner, Mark Kurlansky, Samantha Cole, Stacey Schiff, Katie Tour, and many others. For more information, please visit MiamiBookFair.com. Follow the fair at Miami Book Fair and join the conversation hashtag Miami Book Fair 2022. As technology is changing, do you see the way we present information? Like Search Engine Land has been a print publication with um, with videos and uh, 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 online conferences and virtual conferences and stuff. But for the most part, when I think about, about Search Engine Land, I see a print publication. Hmm. Do you see any importance or is there any push to change the way or use new technologies to present information through, through that platform? Hmm. Um, that's a good question. Um, might it happen? I, I guess. Might it happen? I don't know. I, you know, I, I sort of approach things from a from, you know, publishing media publishing standpoint. Um, anywhere you can reach your audience is a good thing. I would never say no to an idea of you know trying new stuff. One area I'd love to see SEL do a little more on is maybe video. Um, maybe do a little more expansion in that area um, because you know not everybody likes to read uh, and there are some people who do make a pretty good living off of uh, videos and then sell their company to SEM Rush. So, uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, so <laughs> anyhow, uh, should I just mic drop there and we'll stop? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave's got a couple uh, questions I, for I, you. I, I, I do have Screw one out. more. Um, I know we got to let you go, but one, one that's yep. sort of like that I'm really wondering about in, in sort of the trajectory. Like I remember when when I was starting out. Now we're going back to like the the early 2000s here. Mm -hmm. um, it did take three to five years experience to even be decent. I mean, yep. well, I guess you could be decent earlier because SEO was really simple back then. But, yeah. but you know, mm -hmm. you, you sort of needed that experience and you needed a, a broad sort of swath. And I, I wonder when you're when you're thinking of the content strategy and, and sort of the level with the specialization that's going on now mm -hmm. with people going like, OK, I'm a Python programmer who's now doing like this. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Are they elevating faster? Are we now looking and going, OK, we actually have intermediate and advanced content. And it's for people who've been doing SEO for six months. Right, like that, that because yeah. they're so specialized that I know. this piece of content is just for them. Yeah, and it is tough too. It's not. It's not really a year-based thing anymore. It's more just you know how how smarter people. Like there are some people who've been in the industry for like two years and are doing some really super smart stuff, and like you give them a problem, they'll solve it in twenty-four hours. Whereas like you give the same problem to someone who's been in the industry for maybe 10, 15 years, and be like, I don't know how to fix this. So um, yeah, it's not. I, and I probably shouldn't have said it was like three to five years. It's, yeah, it's maybe more like, you know, beginner, intermediate, advanced, uh, because that is a better breakdown because everybody learns at a different pace, um, for sure. Well, and I think your yeah. your periodic table is a great introduction into that. Oh, sure. For people. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yep. Well, indeed, you, you've gone from a, you've gone from a publication that had to publish a massive encyclopedia size ebook on it down to a publication that's distilled it into uh the, the periodic table. Yes. Mm -hmm. Concision. That's the first thing editors always say to me. Concision, In Jim. Right, Yes. So well done, SEL. Yes. 
<laughs> um, we're we're we are so shy of time, and I know you got to go. Are you excited about? Are you ex- you got a new a new kid? Congratulations! I do. Yes. Said that at the outset, but are oh, you yes. are you are you looking forward? Uh, are you excited? Yes, about everything. Uh, you know, last year was a year <laughs> on many fronts. It was. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, I'm already off to a great start with the new job. Um, obviously, everything with having a kid at my age is interesting. Uh, so <laughs> 44 years old, had my first kid. So um, yeah, I mean, all that is is just super interesting. It's like you know, I'm just trying to watch her learn how to walk and eat, and I'm just like wow you know you you sort of lose sight of like all the amazing stuff that we're able to do as human beings when you're like you know this little blob that doesn't know anything about anything so um yeah uh lots of exciting stuff to come on the on the work front and just seeing my baby grow um congratulations man doesn't get much better than that Danny Goodwin, um, new editor at Search Engine Land. Uh, again, congratulations on a tremendous career, and thank you for the yes. for the tremendous career and the contributions to the industry. And uh, good luck, man! Like, thank you much. I really look forward to seeing what happens with Search Engine Land. Um, watching what happened with Search Engine Journal was amazing. Uh, and uh, again, from 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 your cousins over here at Webmaster Radio, uh, congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, and I guess the next time I'm on the show, it'll be to announce my next uh, major, <laughs> next major chapter of my life. But when we'll you're see. going off to Google, that's yeah. When when you move to Google, who knows? <laughs> Any Goodwin, thank you so much for spending time with us. Uh, thank you today. so much. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Dave. Friends, that was uh, Danny Goodwin, uh, the new editor over at uh, Search Engine Land. Go check out uh, his columns and. That was wonderful. I haven't talked to Danny, and uh, I honestly, I don't know how long, but it's been uh, it's been way too long. That that, that 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 was so cool. That was that was. I mean, Danny's always always great to chat with, but uh, uh, it, so, it's, it's fun that we're sort of one of the people that gets to like chat with him. One of the first groups that gets to chat with him whenever he's uh, making a a big one move of one uh, heck, As far as I know, we were the we were the first actually to actually get get the interview on this yeah. one. Um, and, you know, it doesn't sound like it was. Um, it sound to me. It sounded like uh, he was promoted to a position he wasn't so comfortable in, and it's not an angry separation as much as it is. I don't want to do this crap. I'd rather do that crap. <laughs> um, and I, you know what? I'm really glad that Danny has that uh, that that uh, that freedom in his life where he can choose. I want to do this over that. That, that 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 having that freedom alone is an accomplishment eh? well indeed and and i think we can all sort of sympathize with how that happens and i think his analogy to the frog uh, is right where it's just like and it's one more and it's one more and then soon you realize and all of them seemingly good oh it's more responsibility oh it's probably a slightly higher pay right like it's probably all of these things that just since i was born i'm told her a good thing people are trusting me with bigger decisions but then actually realizing oh but I don't actually like <laughs> what I'm doing anymore. Um, <laughs> and then, you know, so happy for Danny that he went, yeah, time to jump out of the pot. Right? Like, well, this, it's, it's time to get out of there. There's a wisdom to be able to see that, yeah. that, that uh, I, I really admire. So it's just going to change the landscape. Like is, um, when, he, when he came into Search Engine Journal, the, um, not that Search Engine Journal was bad before, it wasn't, but it became much, much better after Danny, right. Danny came in. You reckon the same thing's going to happen around SEL? I suspect it probably will. And that's only my faith in Danny, because you're right at the time 
And I remember when, when he made that move and I was like, Ooh, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Like it's, it, it, it was a little tarnished. Like he, he talked about it. Like SEJ didn't have the like best of reputations at the time no. for producing like quality content. Um, and he turned them into one that was one of the, the foundational, they the were really often the ones where I read a story first yeah. um, was there. So, um, so yeah, hopefully he just carries that forward and, and maybe adds a, a little variety. I love that he's talking about bringing in uh, authors again, because I think that is one of the things that was missing. Like SEL turned into like a great source of news, but so search engine roundtable, speaking of Barry, right? yeah. <laughs> like, both of them are great for just like news, but adding that, um, you know, sort of flavor, but I like that it's it's targeting sort of what it sounds to be more intermediate, advanced, um, but with some some specifics. Uh, well, it's, um, it's like hearing opinion writers on on a newspaper. Um, you know, people who have enough life experience, or in this case, industry experience, to say, "Yeah, this is this is what this means and how I feel about it." Right. Um, and to edit that is is a particular skill because. Like he was saying in the, in the in the last part of the interview, like there's just so much weird interpretation of information that's out there. And I don't want to say it's right or it's wrong or whatever, but the interpretation might lead others astray and make the, and push them into making uh, less than good business decisions. Right. I think it's great that he understands the burden of that responsibility as well, and it did come across that he did. And I think any editor in our space needs to understand that when it goes wrong. Um, if you give bad advice, people can go bankrupt. Like yep. it, it can be that, that horrific. So, you know, um, the, the one part of the, uh, the interview that, that I, I, I really wanted to dive into that. I don't think we got a chance to, we got it. We got to bring them on again was this era of change that we're in and that how that's going to transform how all of us tell stories to our audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got a platform that has so much gravitas under him now. Um, Search Engine Land is uh, it's 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 the it's it's the uh, publication of record. I would suggest, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm I, I'm really curious if we're going to be seeing VR presentations a year and a half from now. You know, that's that's the kind of thing I wanted to get at. Is this the direction that you think might we might be telling stories in? But we'll, we'll, we'll see where that goes. Well, and I think it matches one of the stories, like one of the things that really caught me a, a bit off, off guard, like as, as like a big, like, wow, that that just happened. Um, new stories and it. It broke two days ago um, over at the New York Times, or at least that's, mm-hmm. that's where I saw it, um, was Microsoft's purchase of Activision. And that um, changes everything. Eh? Billion dollars. <laughs> like, so this yeah. is a big play on on their part. Um, and I think it's, I, I don't think it's just like, yeah, we want, we want to own these games that are going through to our Xboxes. Like, I don't think it's, it's that limited. Um, they obviously see something in there. Um, I, I'm of course a little concerned because I'm a big fan of Call of Duty. <laughs> and that's one of the, um, uh, the Activision fran- uh, Blizzard franchises, but. Uh, I think we're looking at Activision, at, at Microsoft treating um, the Activis- Activision, um proprietary content and proprietary information much more like it did Minecraft than mm-hmm. um, coming in and smashing up Call of Duty and all those great titles that activism. World of Warcraft, I mean, Microsoft is not messing with the World of Warcraft universe because that just makes so much money. Right. Similarly, Call of Call of Duty, they're not touching that. That makes so much money. Right. But they are touching 
the ability to create worlds, immersive worlds that you can move around in. Do you remember, like, do you remember when Quake came out? Like, <laughs> this, is, this is ages, eons ago. But when you were running around those hallways, like shooting up demons or shooting up other players, didn't you sort of see a shopping mall as well where, you know, without the guns and the carnage, but there was an environment that you could move around and interact with objects in. Why can't I pick up this object and add it to my shopping cart? It, I mean, it happens to be a gun floating in space, but why couldn't it be a perfume bottle? You know, and I remember seeing that like 20 years ago when Quake came out and that's where I see the new universe going to sort of. And that's why I think Microsoft had to buy them. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in a lot of cases with acquisitions like this, we're not just talking about purchasing um, sort of the, the property as it is. They're not just buying Call of Duty, right? And, and, and the, the like plethora of, of other games. Um, what they're also purchasing is the ability to understand what developers are doing at a different level. Like, and these are cutting edge developers. These are the developers that are pushing hardware, um, like to, to its very limits, or at least everyday hardware. I'm not talking about like ML, like 3090s or something like that, but I'm talking about like just the everyday sits in a PC hardware to be able to understand what they're doing um, and, and, and sort of construct the environment for that, um, I, I think is, is fantastic. And then to have direct access to these developers when you're going, okay, we're actually going to build a better mousetrap now. We're actually going to be adding in headsets but not like the playstation one right like but like real or we're going to be like introducing vr how can we gamify the world like how can we do that right make it that like i'm walking around i've got that little like lens in the top right on my glasses right like how do we gamify it to get that information you now have access to developers that specialize in creating an environment that people inherently want to go back to over and over and over and over again um, in that. So it, I think it, it could be a huge thing going well beyond the scope of, of just games, which is, I think what we're talking about is the web 3.0 um, yep. and sort of the next evolution um, in the internet. Well, again, people might see uh, blizzard activism as a game uh, company. Microsoft doesn't Microsoft sees them as a company capable of creating universes. Right. Um, and that's that's what Microsoft is purchasing. Now, another uh, bonus that might come out of this um, acquisition is activism. Let's face it. Blizzard activism has a terrible, toxic reputation. Mm -hmm. They're full of, um, I think, people who would be described as some of the worst people online. Um, there's going to be a massive house cleaning and um it's going to be a kind of a toxic environment. You don't want, you won't want to breathe near their building for a couple of days as the detritus gets cleared out. But um, yeah, I think there's going to be a, a major culture change at Blizzard Activism, and thank goodness. You know, as somebody who was around with like watching Microsoft in like the '90s, I find it hilarious that right now we're going now Microsoft purchase them so they can clean up the toxic environment that's going on. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft went through its crap too, absolutely. Yeah. But Microsoft went through its crap 30 years ago yeah. and has emerged as a um, corporation that understands the blunt end of a lawsuit. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and it's changed its behavior because of that. Um, so there. Okay, a couple of house cleaning stories. We got um, massive crawl spikes that are happening like left, right, and center on the web. But according to Google, it don't mean nothing. Well, it means something, but it's nothing to do with the obvious algorithm update that's happening that is not happening, but it is. Something like right. that? Is that more or less how it goes? 
Right. We're just fetching a monster amount of updated information for no particular reason. <laughs> like, that's like, no, no, I, I don't think now we know how Google answers questions, right? So they might view data collection different than algorithms. I, I know, like, as you know, I, I work in the machine learning space. So I know that you can treat them as data labeling, for example, can be different. <laughs> and it may very well be that they've actually just got people on the ML side going, we need a mass amount of data to experiment with some stuff. That could be. So and there was a recent week. core update. There, there um, was. They may, they may well be filling in a data hole they need to fill. It might be. It may also relate to, we, we know that um, Core Web Vitals is coming to desktop, coming up, mm -hmm. right? Like that that's about to happen. And they might just be going, oh, okay. Um, you know, we need to do mass crawling to see how that's going to impact. But to me, that's algorithmic, right? Like yep. to me, I view that as this does relate to an algorithm change. You might not be collecting data for that change. You may be collecting data to test that change and make sure that you're not going to be like throwing out babies with the bathwater. Um but to me, these these things all tie together. There's no way of saying we're we're going through the expense and effort of doing a massive crawling just for fun. Like that's that's not a thing that that I could see Google doing. So there's something they're doing, whether it's giving their engineers something to to play with, like a, a new sort of updated, fresh index to go. Okay, now test new systems for news, but we're not actually building it right now. So that might be what they're what they're saying. Um, but uh, but I, I guess we'll we'll see. But we'll never really know. There's going to be an update in the next week or two. There just will be. Like uh, this isn't Dave's genius predicting the future. This is Dave going. There just is. Like <laughs> that's that's just a thing that will happen. Um, and so, you know, will, will it relate to this or or not? It, it'll be interesting to to see how uh, how that plays out. But uh, um. Absolutely. The uh, 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 did you see the the, the thing the, the thing Google published? I think it was two days ago. Um, trying to explain the difference between uh, general crawling and discovery. Hmm. There's two types of crawls. There's uh, Google crawling to um, just re basically re-render your pages and see what's there, and there's Google crawling to discover new information. Mm -hmm. And if you look at your um, you have to go to settings to see this, but if you're in Google Search Console, click on settings, you can uh, see a um, crawl report. And in the crawl report, you will see a certain amount of time was devoted to discovery and a certain amount of time was uh, devoted to, to just general crawling. Google had to issue this announcement to clear it up because they have another program that pushes content to mobile devices called Google Discover. And uh, Google dis Google discovered that SEOs don't have a clue on how to advise clients about what Google Discover is, partially because when you look at your crawl report, you see two different crawls. One is your general crawl. The other is discovery. Google, I know that you have really big sprawling campuses, and sometimes it's hard to see what the people over on the left side of the campus are doing. But if you're on the right side of the campus, you should really consult with the people on the left side of the campus about what they're naming stuff. <laughs> because when you, when, you, when, when you go on to talk about stuff that's been named for something else entirely, you're going to confuse people. And this mm -hmm. is why engineers need babysitters. Mm -hmm. And they're not called babysitters. They're called managers. Well, and it, it's funny. I remember when when Lily, uh, Lily Ray came on our show last and she corrected me and, and rightfully so, because I had called 
the Discovery Network, uh, just to add a, an extra level of confusion because Google likes to do that apparently. So we've got Discovery as as the metric as you're talking about. You go to Search Console and it's it's mm-hmm. as, as Discovery. This is this is the crawl, and then towards the left hand side or or you know to the you know you can look your at your stats for the Discover Network, right? So you can see oh, okay on mobile, but if you go into Ads, the ads are Discovery. Again, like they've gone back to discovery. And that's where, where I'd made that hiccup as I'd called it discovery. And Lily Ray was like, no, it's discover. And it's like, oh, right. I'm thinking of ads where it's called discovery, but to hitting the discover network. <laughs> this might seem like a minor point, Google, but it's not. Like this is actually people, language is important. And we use it because it tells us what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like help us out here, would you? <laughs> Okay, um, we've gone pretty much full clock. We've got we've there's a uh, 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 quick uh, announcement I have to make about um, the future of this show and um, Webmaster Radio in general. Um, it's been uh, it's been a long time. Virtually every Thursday over the past 17 years, Dave Davies and I have presented Webcology as a live webcast that's recorded and distributed as a podcast. For almost two decades, we've had to build our businesses and our private lives around an hour of conversation each week, and I've loved it. I, I think I speak for Dave. Dave's loved it. We've, we've really enjoyed doing this. We've broadcast from major conferences, conventions. We've found quiet spaces in innumerable airports and cyber cafes to talk to each other and around the and to talk to the world. Um, the business model that has kept Webmaster Radio, WMR, Webcology, and, you know, a few other shows, um, broadcasting is broken. We were designed and made to put commercials in and around. Um, that's why Webmaster Radio has continued to produce this show over the last 17 years. And um, that's been contingent on a really healthy conference ecosystem. And as you know, people know, in the last couple of years, three years, um, we haven't had that. Webcology is produced for free by Webmaster Radio. Um, one of the only shows that, that doesn't have um, a production cost attached to it directly. But there are production costs, and they have to be paid. They're no longer being paid by commercial advertising. We are going to be looking for direct sponsors. If you are even um, potentially a direct sponsor, you're likely going to be getting a call from us pretty soon or from an agent for us pretty soon. We want to keep Webcology going. We think... Um, we know we have a large audience that that is still growing. Um, we 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 we've not ever gone down in audience month after month after month. We've only gone up, and uh, we want to keep this show alive. We're going to be asking for sponsorships. I don't know what that's going to look like. Whether that's going to look like micro sponsorships or ma- or major sponsorships. Cool thing about this and a couple other shows on on the network is we've never been beholden to sponsors. We've never had to um, worry about what we've said about anyone, and um, it's I think it's produced a very um, open and honest show that uh, people enjoy because they know there's not a lot of BS. And I want to keep it that way, but 
the fact remains, we need to get sponsors or we need to go silent. That's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, this isn't imminent. It's not happening tomorrow, but it is happening. And uh, if Webcology is going to stay on the air, then we're going to need to find a way to fund it uh, beyond um, the old business model that simply can't work anymore. Sorry to say that, but it's where it is. That is where it is. Um, any, anything you want to add to that, Dave? <laughs> no, I think you, you covered that pretty, uh, pretty, pretty thoroughly. Um, and uh, yeah, ho- hopefully it all works out because I have, and I, I hope our listeners um, as well, I've really enjoyed uh, the last uh, large number of years. And if nothing else, you know, pleasant byproduct for personal byproduct is it made sure that at least once a week, I went, okay, you need to be updated on everything because Jim's going to ask you about stuff. <laughs> You're going to ask him about stuff. So, uh, and, and hopefully our, our, our audiences has had that opportunity uh, week yeah. over week to just make sure that, okay, there's one place you can go um, to get, uh, to get updated um, on sort of what's going on in the space. Uh, uh, well, you know, when I think of the show, I think of it as being so much fun, but it's been such an honor to do this show too. I... Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to keep it going. I want to keep the, I want to retire with this show still going and I want to hand it off to somebody else. That's what I, that's what I, that's what I wanted to do for the longest time. Um, And I really hope we can do that. So yeah, friends, um, if you see a Patreon or um, a, uh, you know, anything, I don't know where we're going with this yet. I just, we just had this conversation yesterday, the uh, call to Jesus conversation yesterday. So we'll see, we'll see what happens, but it's again, going to happen. Okay. On behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk, uh, Beanstalk Web Marketing. This is uh, and Beanstalk Internet Marketing. This is <laughs> sorry about that, Dave. No worries. I'm behalf of Dave Davis from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. For goodness' sake, get vaccinated. We want those conferences back <laughs> badly. <laughs> um, stay safe. Stay well. Be good to each other. Rank well, and we will talk to you next week. Be well. The opinions expressed in this WMR.FM program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of WMR.FM. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.